You're listening to Marriage Minute with Pastors Richard and Donna Spears, impacting marriages that leave a lasting legacy. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Thanks for joining us here with the Marriage Minute podcast. With Pastors Richard and Donna Spears. Yeah, just like the intro said. Yeah, like (laughs) we're glad to connect with you again today. and. We bring new content out each and every Tuesday morning yeah. um, to help you through your week, through your marriage. And so thanks for joining us and yeah. listening with us today. Yeah, and just as an encouragement, you know, take what you hear us share and see how that can apply to your marriage and in your relationships in general. Mm-hmm. Um, we bring content to you guys that are listening. And, and please like and share our content with your family, friends, coworkers, your platforms, on, on your platforms Um, Get the word out because God has so much more for each and every one of us, even us, you know, I mean, we're, we're doing, you know, a marriage minute live broadcast and we're bringing marriage content to people out there, but there's still things that we want the very, very best. We want God's very best for us and we're never done learning. We want people to learn and to grow. And we, we hope this gives people afford, affords people the opportunity to grow and to stretch and to understand marriage in a better way and to really strengthen their marriage. Uh, because we believe marriage is, a, is at the heart of strong families and strong it's communities. of communities and cities and it all is. of that. And, and so we, we just believe in strengthening the marriage uh, relationship. And um, we are living proof that God can, can make a marriage better. He can restore things in our marriage that we Amen. thought were, could never be restored. Amen. Things that were broken we thought could never be repaired. God can repair all of those things. And so we're just, we're just so thankful for that. Amen. Amen. So, you know, today I see we're talking about one flesh. Right. And, and that, you know, that topic we can go several different directions, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the marriage covenant, there's one flesh. You know, speaking about if you we're talking about adultery and fornication, that's you know comes into play a lot yeah, of times. That yeah. comes into play. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, we want to talk about that today. We want to talk about one flesh, and what does that mean for some of you? You might say, well, what what does the Bible mean yeah. when it's talking about that? And so and to really become one flesh. This may not be a you know a one off episode. We may delve into this a little bit further as weeks go by, but. Um, we're, we're just going to start to cover this uh, a little bit more for those of you who may not know and understand what that means. So we're going to look at scripture, um, Matthew chapter 19. Uh, if you want to turn there in your Bibles or even on your phone, your Bible apps on your phone. If you're driving, don't do that. Don't just do listen. that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll read it for you. Keep your hands on the wheel. <laughs> um, so yeah, Matthew chapter 19, and we're going to be looking at verses 1 through 5. Now, Jesus, in this, in this scripture, just to set it up a little bit, he's talking about marriage and divorce. He was questioned by the religious le- leaders of, of his day, and they were trying to trap him, um, specifically talking about um, divorce and adultery. But Jesus responds to them in such a way, and I'm going to read the whole thing, but um, he's really trying to answer the question about male and female and those types of things. So let's just read this. So Yeah, our... Are we reading one through five, though? Yeah, we're going to oh, read okay. one. Oh, yeah, okay. I thought you read... said we weren't reading the whole thing. No, but I thought a, that would be that, good. There's a whole section that gotcha. Jesus talks about. It goes through actually uh, verse number uh, 10. Okay. But we're not going to read all the way through verse Perfect. 10 today. We're just going to do one through five right. in chapter 19 in Matthew. So mm-hmm. it says, Now it came to pass, when Jesus had finished these sayings, then he departed from Galilee and came to the region of Judea beyond the Jordan. And great multitudes followed him, and he healed them there. The Pharisees also came to him, testing him and saying to him, Is it 
lawful for a man to divorce his wife for just any reason? And Jesus answered and he said, uh, said to them, Have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female? And in verse 5 and it says, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Amen. So what does it mean for a man and a woman to become one flesh? Like what? If, if you take that literally, it's yeah. kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's, we're, almost we're like not... a, it's almost like a sci-fi movie. Yeah, like one of those horror films. Yeah, whatever, like, okay, which we don't watch, two by the are way. morphing into one. Is that what we're talking about? Well, that's about? true, too. There's no, weird we're, we're not. We're not, no. we're not saying two separate bodies are coming together. <laughs> Obviously, that's, you know, Yeah, if that's what you think, that. then get a hold of us because we need to really talk to you. Right, so. <laughs> right, 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 right. So this is not saying that. But it's really... You know, the obvious thing is it's the act of physical and sexual intercourse between a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. This is what produces uh, one, a one flesh relationship. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because yeah. there's there's a chemical, if we want to speak scientifically. We'll maybe go into that. We're going in to the do future. that later. Yeah, okay. we'll do that in a future Perfect. episode. Maybe. All right. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, this is, I think, maybe one, and then we're going to have maybe a couple more after this. So. Perfect. So it's the act of sexual intercourse between a man and a woman that produces the one flesh. Right, right. That's Amen. the coming together. If you want to keep it simple, there it is. Now, you know, there's another aspect to relationships. Many of you know there's the emotional uh, bond between a husband and a wife, or just an, any friend for that matter. The Bible talks about um, um, King David and a, a good friend of his, Jonathan, um, who they had a, a good, deep relationship as friends. And so... You know, that was a that wasn't a good emotional, healthy emotional mm-hmm. connection between mm-hmm. two people. But it's also um, an emotional bond. But you know, having sexual intercourse does not necessarily mean that the woman and the man, the husband and the wife, will form a deep emotional bond in their marriage. Right. So it's not necessarily equating to that because that also takes work mm-hmm. um, to, to develop that level of intimacy in the marriage from an emotional standpoint. But it's the physical act. The physical act is what still binds a husband and wife together as one flesh. Right. So, like you said, we're going to talk about this in probably a couple other episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but today, we specifically want to focus on maybe the negative outcome right. of having sex with someone, else, let's just say, outside of marriage. Right. We are... Uh, we are doing a marriage podcast. We do a marriage live broadcast. And so that's where we're coming from, that... Uh, realm of marriage and a covenant relationship with your spouse and with God. Yeah, so so God designed you know um, a sexual relationship with your with your spouse mm-hmm. to be within the confines of marriage. Amen. That's how He designed it to be, and we won't go into it this week. But it's real. He really intended it that way for your protection, mm-hmm. because you know you can look around and you can even check the internet for yourself and do a Google search and you can find out what the statistics are on marriages and how many ended in divorce today, mm-hmm. which is a very sad, which is a very sad fact um, that we see, but God designed uh, sexual intercourse and that physical relationship for a husband and a wife to come together. Why? To create that bond mm-hmm. that's going to last a lifetime. Right. And so he, it's, he intends it this way to protect us. Yeah. And then, so that's the reason that, Sexual relationships outside of marriage, whether extramarital or premarital, are so damaging. Exactly. And they truly are. They're very damaging. 
Um, you know, whether someone, an individual, husband or a wife, gets caught, you know, you know, someone ends up getting pregnant, um, you know, whether that's seen or not, or if, if your, your sin hurt anyone else. Um, which it would. Which it will. <laughs> um, Don't think that what you're doing isn't hurting anyone. It's just, you know, friends with benefits. That's just not, that's a lie from the devil. That's a lie, so, just right? Saying. And it just leads you down to a path of death. Mm-hmm. You know, because sin leads to, to spiritual death. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's not what God wants for you. Amen. Um, but you're also doing a lot of damage to yourself. Amen. So when you when you sin, you're actually sinning against your own body. The Bible talks about that. And I'm not going to go into it any more than that right now. Right, but you right. sin against your own body. So what kind of, of damage are we talking about? Well, you know, when, when someone, let's just say it's um, an extra amer- uh, marital affair. Um you know, shame comes in. Mm-hmm. So you get these feelings uh, of shame. You get feelings and emotions of guilt. Um, there's condemnation that comes. Um, you begin to become a liar, which mm-hmm. again is a sin. So now you have to lie to either perpetuate the continual uh, extramarital affair that's taking place. Mm-hmm. Um, you're lying to cover things up. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to remember what you said exactly now you have to now you have to keep <laughs> sorry keep I don't track. mean to laugh about that but it's no. just like it's just this web it is you a know, web that just that, keeps that going in, it's, it's continually being weaved and you have to learn and know how to navigate and keep up with whatever you're saying that are lies and so eventually you're going to get caught up so it, it brings this shame it brings guilt it brings lying in. You know, you have the worry and the fear of being caught. Mm-hmm. You know, for somebody that thinks that they're getting away with something, you're really not getting away with anything because God sees everything. Now, mm-hmm. I don't mean that to be condemning to you because ultimately God wants better for you than what you what you may have been in in your life, right? Mm-hmm. And I hope that there's our listeners out there aren't, um, you know, operating or, or involved in extramarital affairs. But if you are, God sees that. Mm-hmm. And he's just saying... Son or daughter, come back to me. Yeah. I actually have a better way for you to do life that's that's not going to bring in shame and guilt and condemnation. That's right. God's not condemning you if you're in that act uh, right now. If you are currently in a position where you are having an affair outside of your marriage, which is what an affair is, um, yeah. or you're having sex before marriage... You know, God's not here to condemn you, that He loves you. If you anybody out there are parents... Um, with children, you know, he loves you like you love your children even more than that. He's not here to condemn you. He's drawing you back to him, as Pastor Richard said, in a convicting way yeah. to to bring you into a period of repentance and confession and to turn from what you're doing and to live a life that's truly righteous and holy before him, ultimately to live life eternally in heaven with him. That is our end goal, to be in heaven Praising Jesus forever and ever and ever. Forever and ever, yes. For all time. So it's not just like, okay, I need to stop having this affair because it's hurting me. It's hurting my marriage. It's hurting my children. It's hurting my family. Um, Yeah, that's part of it. But a bigger part of it is your eternal perspective. You always have to live life for eternity, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. You always have to have eternity in mind. But, you know, when you were talking and sharing about that, and we're talking about, you know, God's not going to condemn you, right? I, I thought about the story when Jesus, um, the, 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 again, the religious leaders, the, the Sadducees, the, the Pharisees, the teachers of the law, 
they brought a woman who was caught in the act of adultery to him Mm -hmm. and said, look, the way Moses would have handled this, he would have, he would have stoned her. Um, they would have stoned her to death. Right. And, um, that's how it would have gone down. And so Jesus basically said, you know, well, he who you know has not sinned cast, cast the, first the first stone. stone right. And so, ouch. All, yeah, ouch. So everybody there recognized that they're a sinner as well. And mm-hmm. so they dropped their stones and walked away. Well, in the rest of that interaction that Jesus had with this, this woman who was caught in the act, um, he asked her, he said, so where have all your accusers gone? She says, they've left. He said, well, neither do I accuse you That's or right. condemn you. That's right. But he did say this to her. He said, go and sin no more. That's right. Right? So Jesus is is a forgiving Mm -hmm. Savior. Amen. But he's saying, go and sin no more because he doesn't want you to fall into that kind of lifestyle that he knows brings harm and hurt and pain into every relationship and even into your own life. That's right. Listen, if if you're out there, like I said, and you're in this position where you're having an affair, um, you know it's wrong. Yeah. So, you know, you're already being convicted of it or condemned of it, whether it's from the, the devil is condemnation from Jesus, Holy Spirit will be conviction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know you're doing the wrong thing. You wouldn't be sneaking around or lying or, you know, feeling the way that you're feeling. You know, right. yeah, there's this excitement and that one moment of release that you get when you're sneaking around or whatever, you know, but is it, I ask, is it worth it? Really, yeah. is it worth it? And, and so you know that you're not doing the right thing. And we just encourage you and implore you to do the right thing. Well, and not only that is, you know, at some point in your life, whether you're a young person or you're going to be, you know, older in age, at some point, at some point in your life, the realization is going to come about the damage that has been done. And you're going to have this aha moment. You're going to reflect on your life and you're going to, you're going to have you know, not resentment, it's not the word I'm, I'm thinking about. Um, remorse. You're going to have remorse. Regret. Uh, regret. Um, all of those things are going to come about. And, and what Jesus is saying to you is it just, just if you are in that position and that is happening in your life, he's just saying, stop. Yeah. Come there's, to there's me. Hope. Come to me and I will take all yes. of that guilt and burden and shame away from you. That's yeah. what I came to do. And I just ask you, and he says to you, he just, he just, reaching out to you and say, um, just sin no more. Come to me. I've got a better way for you and a better marriage for you that you can live. So Listen, Jesus is coming back very, very soon. I mean, we, we here at Revival Now think within, <clears throat> what, 10, 15 years or whatever. Well, nobody knows the day or the hour. The I'm Bible just saying says. what we, we think here. I mean, we have, Pastor Dan, Evangelist Dan has talked about that. And, and obviously it's not... We're just guessing, right? Because nobody knows that's what the Bible says. But very, very soon, if you if you are paying attention to what's happening in the world and everything around you these days, Jesus is coming back for his church. And you want to be in heaven, living life eternally with Jesus. And so this is your encouragement. This is your prod, I guess, from me and Pastor Richard to take that step into the right thing to do. That's right. what I'm going to say. Time right. is short. Yeah. I mean, get get your act together, straighten things out, and start living a life that's worthy of the calling that you receive. Amen. So, you know, the damage we were talking about, right? So mm-hmm. I think we touched on some very good points for those who may be struggling with this issue in their mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. But there's this emotional drain. There's the emotional impact mm-hmm. that's taking place in your life as a result of that. And, and that affects your physical body. 
Oh it affects your health. So there's there's tangible things that are happening. You know, obviously you if you were in an extramarital affair, you have the potential to expose yourself to STDs. Mm-hmm. Um, and who knows else what else is out there that, you know. So again, it's a protection. God put this in place for the marital covenant so that you're protected and that you love each other mm-hmm. for the remainder of your lives here on earth. So when we're in sin like that, and we're specifically talking about um, extramarital affairs and fornication, mm-hmm. which is sex before marriage, um, you know, you give the devil a foothold. You give him access. Mm-hmm. He, all he needs is a little, tiny little crack. And when <clears> you're <throat> having an extramarital affair or, or fornication or you're having sex before marriage, that's not just a little crack. That's just throwing the door wide open and saying, come on in, devil, you know, have your way with me. And, and he will. Because, you know, First Peter 5, 8, the devil roams around looking for someone to destroy. Right. He, he, the devil wants to looking. destroy you. He wants to destroy your family. And don't let him do that. Don't give him, you're giving him a free pass to come in and just obliterate your family because of what you're doing. You're the one that's doing it. So you need to make the decision to close that door. Right. And again, just reminder, sin leads to death. Absolutely. It can, it can lead to uh, certainly spiritual death, but it can, it can lead to just a physical death, a physical, emotional death that you're going to feel on the inside of you. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's something you want to avoid. Mm-hmm. So this, Absolutely. Is, this, is the, this is the concern about one flesh. Obviously, it's been intended for good, but it's been distorted by the devil. That's right. And that's why he attacks us so much. So there's this bond that takes place through the sexual act that makes us one with that person. Um, there's no such thing, you know, a night on the town or uh, a one-night stand. stand, and that's all there is to it. Um, it's it's deeper than I'm that. I'm not hurting anybody. It's just for, it's just yeah. me. No? I'm not well, hurting anyone. Sorry about well, you that. are hurting yourself, yeah. but you are going to hurt the other person. Eventually, it's going to become known, and it's going to be found out about. Um, and and this is the only place in the Bible where Jesus, you know, says if there's been marital unfaithfulness, where he allows for divorce to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, not that that's what he wants. Not that he can't reconcile and restore a marital relationship that that where this has happened in a marriage. But this is the only place that he talks about that, you know, he's legally saying you have a right to divorce your husband or your wife due to this act. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's something that's very powerful about this that takes place in this physical act and explains why Satan has really tried to exploit this area so much. You know, I get, as a little side note here, I find myself, you know, you hear about people being unfaithful or whatever. And I find myself getting irritated with the, let's just say perpetrator or the one mm-hmm. that, that is um, at fault, I'll right. just say, e- yeah. even though we know that it, it takes two, you know, it's not just the one person if you're in a marriage or whatever. Right. But um, I have to quickly, you know, God quickly reminds me that um, I need to be angry at Satan. Mm-hmm. I need to be I, I need to be hating on him and not other people because God loves his people and he wants freedom for his people and he wants restoration and renewing for his children. And that's how I need to look at, at people. And it's it's hard sometimes because you're like, if you just stop, you know, just mm-hmm. stop doing what you're doing. But the source of it is the devil. The source of it is Satan, and that's where I need to fight my battle. Right, right. There's so many today also that, you know, they're living unfortunately in sin mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. Common law marriage, you know, I'm just, I'm going to live with my, you know, my girlfriend, my boyfriend, whatever. But here's the thing. Becoming one flesh with someone through sexual intercourse is not marriage. That's right. It is not marriage. Yeah. Um, marriage includes, but is even beyond becoming one flesh. And this is really seen in John chapter 14, or John chapter 4, excuse me, verses 16 and 18, where Jesus was having an interaction with this woman at the well. Mm -hmm. Jesus was walking to the land of Samaria, mm -hmm. and his disciples went on into the city to look for food and, and, and what have you. And so he met this woman at this well, Jacob's well, and was having a conversation with her. And where it finally led was uh, Jesus, when he was speaking with her, he said to her, he says, well, I see, I've seen that you've had five prior husbands and the man you are currently living with is not your husband. So what that, what that insinuates is that certainly this woman was having sexual relations with this man who was not her husband because mm -hmm. Jesus knew and he knows all things. Mm -hmm. He knew that she had five husbands previously. So she went through the, 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 the process, if you will, or the, the covenant, the marital relationship uh, the ceremony to actually get married to five other men, but the man who she was living with was not her husband. And so it, it shows us here that um, just because you have sexual relations with someone mm -hmm. does not mean that you're actually married. Marry right. invo marriage involves more than just sexual relations. That's right, because marriage is a covenant. Yeah. Like we were talking about, a covenant with God, mm -hmm. first and foremost, and a covenant with your spouse. Exactly. Uh, you know, Mark 10, 9 says, what God has joined together, let, let no man separate. Right. You know, marriage is a lifelong commitment between one man and one woman that involves service towards each other, sacrificing towards for each other, supporting each other through the struggles of life, whether that be physical or emotional. Exactly. So it, it's not just love cannot be equated to just sex. And I think the world... Or just a feeling. Or just a feeling. Um, it's, it requires sacrifice. It requires uh, service toward one another and, and support. Because we all, you know, whether, you know, you hear it in the marriage vows at times. I was just going to bring you know, up. You know, in, in, in sickness and in health until death do us part. And so you're going to see that. If you're a young person today, you're young people today, you're going to see those kinds of struggles in your life, in your marital relationship. And it's a commitment. Well, and I think... We've mentioned this in one of our episodes prior. Um, you know, people take the, they say the, the marriage vows, let's just say, you know, in sickness and in health, for richer, for poorer, mm -hmm. um, till death do us part. And they don't really think about what that means. They don't think about the gravity of it and the depth of it and mm -hmm. the weight of it. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, and you really can't. You're young. You're stupid. Sorry. You're in love. <laughs> And you're not thinking about it. It just is the way it is. It's a fact. And and you you can't possibly understand at that age what those vows really mean. And so it's it's just kind of some of that's learned through experience. Some of that, you know, if if you're a good listener and you're willing to listen and be taught, then you can pick up on some of that from mm -hmm. people that have gone before you. Mm -hmm. um, but um, you know. Not everything can be avoided. And so some things you're going to have to learn through experience. Mm -hmm. And so not everything you can know that by book knowledge or whatever. Yeah. Experience is the best teacher in many ways. Yeah. But, you know, hey, what we wanted to cover with you guys today was, you know, this concept of one flesh and how that actually happens. And it's a physical thing. Mm -hmm. We become one flesh 
by the physical act of, of sexual intercourse with our partner, with our married partner. Right. Um, it's, it's between a one husband, one man, and one wife. It's That's not right. multiple partners. It's not okay to be in polygamy. Um, it's not okay to be swingers. Um, God, God forbids that, and he forbids that to protect you so that you'll have a healthy uh, home and healthy marriage and healthy family. That's right. Because ultimately, if you don't live that way, you're just bringing damage into your life and That's into right. your marriage. That's right. You're bringing in shame and guilt and a host of other emotions, condemnation that you just don't want. It's just going to bury your, your life and your marriage, and you're going to be in misery, that's quite right. honestly. Yep. You're going to be in misery. So. so, hey, guys, that's what we wanted to talk to you about today. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you're still with us. Yeah. Um, if you have any questions, comments, your opinion, we'd, we'd welcome that at uh, marriageminute at revivalnow.com. Yeah, love and to get so, your uh, questions yeah. and comments about that, and we can make that part of our one of our episode, episodes coming up. So, All right, we love you guys. God Be bless blessed. you all. Love you. Until next Tuesday. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening today. Catch all of our podcasts at revivalnow.com. And send us your Marriage Minute questions at marriageminute at revivalnow.com.